The following is a reflection on the readings for Thursday of the 19th week of Ordinary Time. The first reading is taken from Ezekiel chapter 12, verses 1 to 16. The responsorial is Psalm 78, and the Gospel from Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to chapter 19, verse 1. Today's Gospel is made up of two parts. The first is a remarkable statement by Jesus regarding forgiveness, and the second, the reason behind this statement given through the use of a parable. The statement comes in response to Peter's question, asking, How many times must we forgive? It's interesting that it's Peter who asked the question, given that he above all will so desperately need forgiveness following his denial of knowing Jesus. Peter asks, Should we forgive as many as seven times? Now the number seven is already the number of perfection or completion in Jewish numerology, so Peter thinks he is being overly generous in suggesting that many times for the obligation to forgive. But Jesus says, not seven times, but I tell you seventy-seven times, thereby putting an infinite divine exponent on what may be considered natural human perfection. In other words, Jesus brings forgiveness into the realm of God's divine mercy and tells Peter to share at that level. The number 77 is taken from Genesis chapter 4, verse 24, where Cain's descendant Lamech boasts of exacting revenge 77-fold in response to God's limit of sevenfold punishment on anyone who would kill Cain. The consequence of Lamech's unrestrained vengeance is the escalation of evil that would eventually result in the sad statement of Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 to 6, that precede the flood. Quote, then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Jesus has come to overturn the curse of Cain and the boast of Lamech by not only forgiving the seventy-seven-fold sin of humanity by his death on the cross, but inviting us to participate in this reversal. In fact, Jesus instantiates this proposal by making forgiveness one of the main petitions of the only prayer he taught his disciples. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us, by this petition, Jesus highlights the reciprocal aspect of forgiveness that directly relates to our salvation. To illustrate the point, Jesus tells a parable of the unforgiving servant. A king settled accounts with his servants. One owed ten thousand talents, a fantastic amount that the servant had no hope of repaying. This servant represents us who have been given so much by the Lord. We owe God the gift of life that God is sustaining even now, all of creation given to us to enjoy. In addition to these natural gifts, all the spiritual gifts, the incarnation of Jesus Christ, life in the Spirit, being children of God, and being called to share eternal life with the Blessed Trinity. Through our participation in the life of the Church and all the sacraments, especially the Eucharist, our sharing now in the communion of saints and all of their prayers and merits. Added to all of this, Jesus forgives our sins through his death on the cross. So our debt to the Lord is infinite. 
what we owe we can never possibly pay back. But there is one thing we can do. Jesus asks us to love one another, forgive one another, as he has loved and forgiven us, that is, without limit or condition. But how do we forgive when we have been hurt, especially very deeply? First of all, we recognize that a wrong has been done to us. There is no point in pretending that it didn't. Rather, we look squarely at the injury and its effect on us. Secondly, we recognize that we have feelings about this, feelings of anger and hurt. These feelings are not sins. In fact, initially, they are natural and healthy. Third, we talk about these feelings. If we can't do it with the person who has hurt us, we should do it with someone else, perhaps a spiritual director or a trusted friend. Fourth, at some point, we make the decision to forgive. Forgiveness is an act of the will. It is a process that takes us on the road to the cross, to conversion, where our hearts are changed, to where we see the offender as Jesus sees them and us. We do it finally because of all Jesus has done for us. This is one way we can express our gratitude to God by imitating his divine mercy through our forgiveness of others, not once in a while nor grudgingly, but always and with gratitude that we can participate in the very nature of God who is mercy itself.